Jonathan Johnson doesn't have much time, and I can understand. It's been a busy time in France with big decisions having to be made, uh, but we do always appreciate your time, Jonathan. Good evening. Welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide. And, uh, thanks a lot for having me back on. Oh, it's, it's been a, a dramatic afternoon to say it and put it mildly. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain uh, reportedly handed the league in terms of league and uh, the title. Just talk us through the details. It's all just kind of happened very quickly this afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there was a meeting um, that the took place over the course of a couple of hours. Uh, I would now say that, uh, you know, this is all official. Uh, PSG have been crowned uh, champions of France. That's, uh, that's their ninth title, which they've now uh, dedicated to, uh, to the healthcare workers and everyday heroes, uh, as they call them. Uh, that means Marseille will be qualifying for the Champions League along with Rennes. Uh, the two teams getting relegated uh, will be uh, Toulouse, obviously, who were who are bottom of the table, and Amiens. Both clubs have indicated that they intend to, to proceed legally. Uh, after this decision was made. Uh, in terms of the, the Europa League uh, qualification positions, that will still depend uh, on, the, uh, on, on the outcome of the domestic cups. The, the, the LFP have indicated that they still hope uh, that the final of the Coupe de la Ligue and the Coupe de France will be played. Uh, the two teams coming up from Ligue 2 will be uh, Lorient and Lens. Uh, and the relegation from Ligue 2 down to Championnat National. Championnat National is the semi-professional third tier. Uh, that has to be decided by a general assembly because it's not the same two bodies running those two leagues. So there's still a possibility that Ligue 2 will be played with 22 teams uh, next season. But in terms of Ligue 1, uh, you know, it's now been cut and dried. It's a two-team promotion uh, and relegation uh, set up, uh, and that means that Nîmes, uh, you know, who had looked certain to go down for the majority of the season, uh, have actually escaped because there won't be any relegation uh, promotion playoff uh, this season. Sure. I heard you mention the words the looking to proceed legally. Uh, this is for Toulouse and Emir, which um, obviously affects one of our South African players in Bongani Zungu, who plays for Emir. Um, what's the likelihood there? And have they spelt out what it is that they're going to be proceeding with legally? I wanted to imagine that uh, they would not be happy with the fact that they've been relegated in this manner. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think it is. It was more of an inevitability for Toulouse than it was for Amiens. So I think Amiens will be claiming that uh, you know they still had time uh, in the ten matches that would have been remaining to turn it around. Uh, whereas Toulouse, you know, their arguments I think will fall on deaf ears. But uh, you know, the fact is both have been relegated prematurely. Neither were absolutely certain uh, to go down uh, before the before the coronavirus-induced pause. Uh, you know, so that's where the uh, the beginning of the the recriminations lie. I mean, it's a similar case in Ligue 2 with Orléans quite far adrift at the bottom of the table, just not as far uh, as Toulouse. So, uh, you know, I have to wait and see what legal action uh, you know they do they do go with. Uh, but you know, like you said earlier, the, today's moved so fast that uh, it, you know it's still taking people time to. to, to to digest all of this information and the decisions that have been made, uh, you know the majority of the uh, of, of the clubs, the large majority, you know, agree and understand with the fact that uh, you know they've had to go along with what the what the government has been saying, even if uh, the the LFP did say that they were hopeful of, of you know getting back underway and playing, uh, as it looks like the the Spanish and the German leagues will, uh, but they respect uh, the decision the government has taken at the end of the day.
I know that there's been a bit of a pushback as far as the Bundesliga is concerned, but uh, just back to France uh, again, Jonathan. Uh, one thing that I'm picking up is that it looks like they're going to go in line uh, with the fact that football in France is off uh, for the foreseeable future, uh, and that's obviously following the Prime Minister's announcement that the big sporting affairs cannot occur uh, before September uh, earlier on this week than when that announcement was being made. Yeah, absolutely. So for the moment, you can assume that there'll be no uh, football, no team sports uh, until at least the beginning of September, depending on how France uh, exits uh, confinement and and how the the, the coronavirus crisis uh, evolves. I I think there could be potential for for it to be revisited, you know, and potentially seeing sports, uh, you know, being played at least behind closed doors sometime around August, that's certainly what the, the footballing authorities are hoping. It's just it's too early to speculate uh, at this moment in time. So for now, you know, the only thing that's certain is that there won't be any uh, sport being played in France uh, until at least the, the beginning of September. Any talk about what happens with players' contracts, uh, for example, has that been an issue? Or will they just have to take the right legal opinion around what happens with some of the players that uh, would have been hoping to survive relegation, for example? Uh, I, I think that at the end of the day, now that this decision has been made, uh, it, it doesn't really matter too much regarding contracts. Uh, the, the contracts will expire on the date that they were originally set to expire on. The only teams, I think, that have issues with potential contract expiries uh, are PSG and Lyon, because, of course, they could be potentially involved in any uh, continuation of the Champions League. PSG already through to the quarterfinals. Lyon uh, have one foot in the quarterfinals as they lead uh, Juventus uh, after the first leg of their round of 16 clash. So, you know, I think that is, that's quite unclear at the moment because there are some big-name players uh, coming towards the end of their contract in Paris, such as uh, Thiago Silva, uh, Edinson Cavani. Uh, there's obviously the, the loan as well for Mauro Icardi. So these are definitely things that, that PSG are now going to have to uh, turn their attention to. Uh, and obviously we will see what happens in the coming uh, days and weeks regarding uh, the potential return of Champions League football as well as some of the other European leagues uh, that are still pushing to, to resume play. All right, Jonathan, I know you've got a dash, but uh, a final one from my side is uh, your other colleagues, uh, let's say from Germany as well as uh, in the UK, have they said or signaled anything in terms of their respective leagues and how they're likely to wrap? Uh, There's there's a note of caution uh, from Germany in that, you know, the idea is to try and get back to, to playing at some point soon, but there's no there's no guarantee that will happen. Uh, you know, and the the date and the uh, and the possibility of this remains flexible. Uh, however, in the UK, it's uh, you know it's, it's perhaps you know slightly more uh, more ominous. Uh, you know, there's a growing number of players uh, and staff who don't want to see uh, their 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 clubs rushed back into action. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but there was very recently a, a statement put out by Liverpool uh, challenging the the mayor of Liverpool's comments. Uh, about the, the you know the potential repercussions of football resuming and Liverpool being crowned uh, champions of the the Premier League and the you know the potential ramifications of uh, of any title celebrations in public uh, that might happen after that. So things getting quite contentious regarding uh, a return uh, of the uh, of the Premier League. 
I think one of the views shared by the uh, former legend John Bond says that it's one of the things that probably the fans, given how long it's taken, Jonathan, for them to potentially win a league title, is that they don't have that asterisk around their victory this season uh, that says that things were not completed. It was due to other unforeseen circumstances that the league was handed over to them. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think that applies to PSG as well. It, it doesn't matter, uh, you know, what anybody says. Uh, at, the, at the end of the day, there will always be that asterisk next uh, next this league. I mean, even if the Premier League was able to resume and, and continue play, the fact that the, the coronavirus has brought the world to such a standstill, uh, you know, I think I think it means that whatever happens this season, whether the the, the season gets completely cancelled, or you have a scenario like we saw in France, uh, you know, where the uh, where the final league table is uh, is is taken and, and made binding, uh, you know, I think it's uh, it, it's always going to have that um, uh, that mark on it now. As always, Jonathan Johnson. I know you got the finger on the pulse over there. It's a busy day for you. Uh, English journalist based in uh, Paris, obviously covering PSG, Ligue 1, as well as a France correspondent uh, for ESPN FC. Thank you so much indeed. Also football commentator and newsreader. Really, really appreciate it, Jonathan. Thank you very much for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Speak soon. All right. Cheers, cheers, cheers over there uh, in uh, Paris. As I said...